0: Today, March 4th, 2020, the Protect Women, Protect Life rally took place in front of the U.S. Supreme Court to rally for Louisiana's Common Sense Unsafe Abortion Protection Act, now being considered by the high court. At the same time that the Protect Women, Protect Life rally was taking place, and only steps away, Senator Chuck Schumer, the Senate Minority Leader, spoke to activists opposing Louisiana's law and who want Louisiana abortion clinics held to a lower standard than any other health care facility in the state. During his remarks, Senator Schumer threatened two U.S. Supreme Court justices, warning them that if they did not vote to strike down Louisiana's law, they, quote, will pay the price, unquote, and said, quote, you won't know what hit you, unquote. I think most of us would recognize these words as an incitement to violence. Chief Justice Roberts appeared to think so issuing an unprecedented rebuke of Senator Schumer. We break down this moment with Catherine Glenn Foster, President and CEO of Americans United for Life. I'm Tom Shakley, and this is Life, Liberty, and Law. tom shakley and this is life liberty and law Catherine glenn foster thank you for joining us
1: absolutely a pleasure
0: we've also got noah Brandt.
2: i'm appalled tom this has been such a newsworthy day in the supreme court just the things going on but the fact that the second highest ranking u.s senator the senate minority leader leader of the minority party in the united states senate would more or less threaten sitting justices on the supreme court
0: let's hear from senator schumer
2: i want to tell you gorsuch I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions.
0: This is political gangsterism from Senator Schumer. You've got to understand the context uh, for these threats beyond the targeting of two U.S. Supreme Court justices, right? You won't know what hit you. You will pay the price. Senator Schumer's words were issued just feet from the Protect Women, Protect Life rally, which featured incredible speakers like Senator Katrina Jackson of Louisiana, a pro-life Democrat who sponsored the Louisiana law that Senator Schumer is attacking. But the pro-life rally also featured Congressman Steve Scalise, one of the senior most ranking members of Congress alongside Senator Schumer. What makes Representative Scalise's presence so incredible beyond his own witness to life and common sense law is that Congressman Scalise himself was nearly a victim of targeted political violence. In June 2017, nearby in Alexandria, Virginia, Representative Scalise was nearly shot to death by a partisan fanatic who attacked a congressional baseball practice. James Hodgkinson opened fire early on the morning of June 14th in 2017. There were two dozen members of Congress present, and Senator Rand Paul later said that the shooting, quote-unquote, would have been a massacre if it weren't for the fact that Representative Steve Scalise was present, because at the time, Representative Scalise, due to his congressional leadership position, had a security detail assigned to him at all times. It was the presence of Capitol Police that was critical in saving the lives of all present that morning over the course of a shootout that lasted something like 10 minutes before the shooter was taken down by police. This is the context for understanding this morning's threats from Senator Chuck Schumer. The Alexandria shooter had written just weeks before that June 2017 shooting on a change.org petition that, you know, quote unquote, Trump is a traitor and, quote, it's time to destroy Trump and company, unquote. Our U.S. Supreme Court justices should not fear for their lives or the lives of their loved ones as a result of incitements to violence from congressional leadership or others. We're already in a time when public officials are being shouted out of restaurants during family meals and attacked verbally and sometimes physically threatened by opposition political activists. And those who lived through the 1960s know how rapidly this sort of moment can descend into the truly deadly violence of assassination at the hands of those like the Alexandria shooter who hear maybe otherwise empty words of political opposition figures but decide to act upon them in violent ways. All right, so just shortly after Senator Schumer's remarks, the U.S. Supreme Court spoke. Chief Justice John Roberts himself spoke. Catherine, tell us about that.
1: Chief Justice John Roberts issued a statement to the press, and what he said was remarkable. He said, This morning, Senator Schumer spoke at a rally in front of the Supreme Court while a case was being argued inside. Senator Schumer referred to two members of the court by name and said he wanted to tell them that Quote, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You will not know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Chief Justice John Roberts continues, Justices know that criticism comes with the territory, but threatening statements of this sort from the highest levels of government are not only inappropriate, they are dangerous. All members of the court will continue to do their job without fear or favor from whatever quarter."
2: They're powerful words, Tom. But, Catherine, I mean, you you are a high-level Washington, D.C., nationally acclaimed attorney. You know this doesn't happen, right? The chief justice of the Supreme Court doesn't rebuke politicians. But Chuck Schumer went to John Roberts' house, went in front of the highest court in our land, and threatened two of his justices,
1: right? That's exactly right. This does not happen. It doesn't happen from... Uh, from the Senate. It doesn't happen from the Senate minority leader and we have never seen anything of this kind from the Chief Justice. It's not... It's perhaps not totally surprising from the abortion industry and its apologists, right? Because they are running scared. They know that Roe is going to be overturned. We, we saw that from the National Constitution Center town hall I participated in last fall when I was debating the, the woman, the lawyer, who argued Planned Parenthood v. Casey, that, that 1992 case. And this, uh, this lawyer, her name is Kitty Colbert, she said, this is the court that will overturn Roe v. Wade, So that's not surprising because legal scholars on the left and the right have been saying for nearly 50 years that Roe v. Wade is not based in the Constitution, but to to take that and to then make these reprehensible remarks and to say you have released the whirlwind, you will pay the price, you won't know what hit you, this rhetoric is, is violent,
0: And you're going to hear Senator Schumer and other apologists for the abortion industry, you're going to hear them try to walk this back, especially now that John Roberts has issued this public rebuke. You're going to hear them say, this was just political language. We were just speaking about elections and about politics. But the fact is that when you use language of violence in this way, and when you consider the context, which is Senator Schumer's attack on two Supreme Court justices saying they've unleashed a world, their job is to review the law, you know, to call balls and strikes in Justice Roberts's uh, language, what blame is being assigned to them? I mean, that's just wrong from a branch of government. It's wrong and we know, right? I'm I'm not saying
2: that literally that, that in his heart Chuck Schumer wants to cause violence or harm to these sure. justices. But people take important people's words and they make things with them, right? And they do things We're responsible for our words. That's right. Representative Scalise, who, like we said, was the victim of political violence, was targeted and shot and almost died because of his policies and, and the things he said. He said about Chuck Schumer's statement, he said, enough. This rhetoric has dangerous consequences, which he knows, right? He knows the consequences. And then he finishes with, where's the media
1: outrage, right? Where's the media outrage? Senator Schumer's violent rhetoric is a threat to all Americans apparently he needs a refresher course on a number of different issues first you don't just call supreme court justices by their last names that's
2: Mm, that's right yeah
1: lawyering 101 government 101 you don't threaten them with violence that's perhaps even more fundamental and the supreme court moreover is not a political branch you know when he's talking about awful decisions we need to remind the senator that just as he swore an oath to the constitution so did the supreme court justices this is the same constitution that the justices are going to be applying to the louisiana law that was challenged by the abortion industry in this case this isn't a situation where they are supposed to be letting their personal beliefs and their uh, and and their their backgrounds influence their decisions they're supposed to be reviewing the facts of the case the law of the case applying the constitution and that's how they come to their decision And so, by him calling uh, potential Supreme Court decisions awful, Senator Schumer is engaged here in political bullying. He's accusing. Supreme Court justices of the very problem that uh, that's exacerbated by justices on the left, the, the judicial activism that we've seen for so many decades. And he's saying that, in fact, it is the conservative justices, the ones who who believe in originalism and textualism, who might be engaging in judicial activism. So it's it's 180 degrees the reverse.
0: It's incredible, too. I think about if I hear these remarks, you know, I'm driving home and I hear Senator Schumer's remarks from the rally what he's saying, essentially, the way I hear it is, you know, essentially vote the way I want you to vote on a case you're considering in front of the U.S. Supreme Court, the highest court in the land. Vote the way I want or, you know, who knows? There is a whirlwind and, you know, you might get taken out. That's shocking. Shocking. But I think as we look at these words in particular, because this is a a timely issue, these words from Senator Schumer, the rebuke from Chief Justice John Roberts, the response from Steve Scalise and others, um, I think it's important that we capture this moment, because especially as we look back on this in the future, you know, we'll look and say, you know, for folks, especially if you're listening to this after June 2020, when the decisions come out, it's important to know where did this come from? What were the motivations? What were the factors? We want to capture this moment as an important moment in time.
1: We have to remember that the Supreme Court is not a political branch of the government. That is how the founders set it up, that they would not be political. And we have justices who have adhered to that and very carefully preserved that over the centuries. For Senator Schumer to ask the justices to act as politicians or else face violence is reprehensible. He needs to issue an immediate apology and retraction.
0: That's right. And I think despite the contentiousness of this moment, This is a hopeful thing, too, I think you see in the immediate response, the immediate recognition uh, from Justice John Roberts, from Steve Scalise, from others, that this was a step too far and that we've got to dial it back. We've got to dial it back in America because if our judges are to do their jobs, to call balls and strikes on the Constitution at all levels, to be free to act as judges and not as politicians— as people assessing the law and delivering a just outcome, and not as people whose job is, is to deliver favors to a favored political faction, we've got to dial down the temperature and remember what the Constitution and the law is about, which is preserving the American way of life. And we're trying to figure out what that is in practice, right? That's the whole function of the U.S. Supreme Court. We've got to let them do their jobs. Catherine, Noah, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: If you have any comments, questions, whatever, email us at life at aul.org. I'm Tom Shakely. Thanks for listening to Life, Liberty, and Law.